flowers, eggs, and pollen time. <laughs> Ooh, it is eggs and pollen time and sneezing and wheezing and sneezing and wheezing and Allegra. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> This session sponsored by yeah for really Claritin yes exactly exactly Joy and Rachel here we would like to welcome you to You're All Right Get Up a podcast full of laughter personal stories encouragement and often a show about living life as a disclaimer our podcast does not offer professional therapy or treat illness we are a motivational supporting podcast sharing our life experiences stories and laughter and I encourage you to check out our website allrightgetup.com to shop online. We want to give a shout out to Endeavor Promotions out of Birmingham, Alabama. Danny Kirkland and his team really helped us tremendously with a lot of our promo items. So go to EndeavorPromotions.com and check them out for yourself. You can reach out to them at 205-540-8292. And I have a question for you. Yeah. What is something that you're obsessed with? (laughs) This is dangerous, I know. this, yeah, this is really dangerous. Um. There might be several things that I could say to that. Um, But, uh, of course, one of them we all probably know, based on some of the conversations we've had so far, is Legos. Woohoo! Expensive Legos. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They are expensive. I need them to come down about half price. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's some really great ones. I mean, they've got some out there now that, I mean, they are so multifunctional, right? I mean, they even work. In many ways, like the way you would expect them to. Some with lights in them, some with motorized. They have this one that has like this motor in it. And actually, it's like a lighthouse, you know, it's really cool. But gosh, that's one of the things. So I would definitely say that. I would also actually just throw this in there is being outdoors. I really love being outside, especially when the weather's nice. Fishing is probably another one. So not many people know that about me because they're probably like, really? I didn't know that. But yeah, my mom and I did a lot of fishing together. So I enjoy it. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I would also probably say Legos. And I know this is probably going to make me sound a little peculiar, but I love the show Bonanza. I write. I love, love that show. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. My, I loved Westerns as a kid and mm-hmm. I watched a lot of different movies and my mom's like, hey, there's some old TV Westerns on that I believe you would be interested as well. And I think at that time they were showing old reruns of Big Valley. Oh, yeah. And then, which was, which, which was good. If I yeah. can say that, which was good. But I just fell in love with Bonanza, and she loved little Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I loved Adam as a kid. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, you know, you go through the teenage years, and you fall in love with boys and of stuff. Of course. Or mm-hmm. girls. And I was, like, stressed at work, and so I started rewatching it as an adult. Yeah. And fell in love with the show again. And this time, instead of Adam, I felt like I had, <laughs> as an adult, I had greater needs, and I needed a wealthy guy. <laughs> who didn't live right. with his parents, <laughs> who was very successful. Yeah. And the community looked upon him very highly, and I now like I like Ben, which was funny because I felt a little wrong. I guess I was kind of looking at it also from a child's point of view that I shouldn't right. like the dad. Yeah. And then when I went to Google him because he didn't look like the character's age, I was like, oh, okay, I'm older than him. <laughs> I'm the cougar in this in this scenario. <laughs> right. But yeah, right. I might edit all this part out. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Bonanza. 
Oh, yeah. Bonanza had such a great feel of uh, drama and comedy. Yeah. And, you know, so much of that Western, so much of that just got really meshed and pulled in together. Because I remember a lot of the humor that really, you know, gave me a lot of enjoyment and a lot of laughter just really watching it and giggling at some of their, um, the ways that they communicated together and mm-hmm. and so forth. So, yeah, I really liked it a lot. Exactly. And. I think the actors that they cast were, were great. They had the versatility, yeah. mm-hmm. like you said, to do the comedy or the, the drama. So Right. Mm-hmm. My Bonanza Geek. <laughs> nice. There you go. I said it. That is awesome. And Stargate SG-1. Oh, yeah. Love me some Colonel O'Neill. Yeah. Yeah, great. Great, great stuff. Anyway. And you guys have anything like that you want to share with us, please do. You can go out to info at allrightgetup.com and send it to us uh, through email. Or you can click on the answer button on our website and send us an email that way as well. So we'd love to hear what you have to say. Yes, we would love some yeah. engagement. Right, right. We've had some interaction. Really, we've had some really good answers from some folks and some questions that we've had. Um, uh, for example, in a past episode, we had the question, what is one completely useless thing you can spend hours doing? Uh, we had a couple of folks send in some answers uh, that they had for that. Carol sent in uh, window shopping for RVs. Nice. So, hey, you know, yes, you can go and look all day at those things, right? I mean, some of those, uh, they really take your breath away. They've got some oh, nice know. amenities in there. You know, I'm sure if, if those folks who haven't looked, I mean, you really need to go out there and take a look at them most recently. Another person, uh, DD Starshaker. Thanks for sending in the answer worrying. I think that's a lot oh, of yeah. what we do, right? I mean, we I've spend, been there. Yeah, we spend hours doing that. And we probably need to <laughs> work on some of our worrying, but I was that over, is the truth. Yeah, I was overthinking something yesterday, actually, and I was like, yeah. let it go. Every time it popped in my mind, I was like, let it go. Right. Just let it go. <laughs> exactly. It was something yeah. that kind of hurt my feelings, to be honest. And I was like, the more I, I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing I can do. I can't go to this person. Yeah. It's a stranger in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, was replaying things. I was like, there's, you can't do anything. Just stop right. it. Yeah. I know that sometimes it can be hard to stop worrying. Oh, yeah. And of course, if it's definitely. it's become a problem for you, definitely seek out professional help for that. But like I say, I try to talk to myself in a positive way and encourage myself to just let it go. <laughs> exactly. Stop. Stop worrying about it. Stop trying to. It's one of those things, too. You think of a hundred things to say afterwards. Right. And you're like, just let it go. Right. Right. You can't change it. It's one of those situations. Unfortunately, there's nothing you really do about it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth in the the self-care about talking to yourself and and motivating yourself. And and actually, that's something that most recently I've probably relearned. Mm -hmm. Um, Spent a lot of time doing that for myself to to, uh, you know, motivate and encourage. We're often really good at probably encouraging other people, but are we really good at encouraging ourselves? You know, probably That's a very not. good point. So, yeah, the practice, I mean, it, that's really what it is. You, it just takes a little practice, a little time to, to practice and, and stay make with it, it part of your habit and stay with it. Don't give up, you know? I mean, that, that's part of it. And you're all right, get up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's good. So, yeah, yeah, just keep on and, um, you know, just, just don't stop. That's right. You've kind of mentioned or maybe hinted that your mom was a professional gymnast. <laughs> That's true. That that really is true. Now, wow, um, folks who are listening to this, who who knew us and know us, and you know, knew my mom. Uh, for those of you who who don't, my mom has, is not with us anymore. She passed away fairly young. Um, she had a relatively longer illness, but was extremely brave and very strong. Miss her every single day. 
yeah. um, and is very, very hard, which a lot of a lot of you know. But she was what I would call and what we would call a professional gymnast. However, she did not have that occupation for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just putting that out there for people who are going, oh, she's, she's really lying. I know them. You know what I mean? But I was uh, thinking, like, I don't remember <laughs> you telling me her her professional career. Yeah, we we play on words there mainly because uh, really by trade she was uh, extremely crafty, very creative. Uh, was a florist and a business owner. She owned her own flower shops, um, antique stores. Um, she had a job working as a dispatcher and was a a city clerk for many years. So she wore, wore multiple hats. That's um, impressive. But was a, an entrepreneur. My dad and my mom both were. But yeah, she loved crafty, creative things, arts, things like that. So she was certainly a person that I would describe as a very humorous, but also very bold, very brave, um, not afraid of anything, uh, willing to try anything. Could be a dangerous combination. <laughs> and uh, Brave right. and willing to try anything. And one of the kindest souls that, that I've ever, ever known in my life and probably ever will. So some little hints about this story, relatively short, but we used to live in a house that had a connecting flower shop. There were two occasions, or actually three, where we had flower shops that were disconnected and were at different locations, mm-hmm. Okay. But this one instance, we uh, had a flower shop that was, my dad was very crafty as well. He he was a good builder. So uh, he built the section on the side of the house that encompassed her flower shop oh, wow. and then built inside cooler that we had for the flower shop as well. So, you know, he poured all the concrete and of course they had the cooler itself brought in, but, but he did all of the framework and all that stuff so self-sufficient yeah so our house because of that had a uh, flower shop connected but it had like a step where you would go up right into a different section Mm -hmm. um so then there was the flower shop and there was like a little public bathroom and there was a real heavy door that had uh like double bolts on it and everything and that door if you were able to you know if you had a key and you could unlock it and open it that would open up into our main part of our house right and so that section is where we lived all the time (laughs) so uh, mom had access to her shop and so forth and so when you open that door there was like this long it was it was the whole length of the house it was a very long den oh okay um it was all hardwood okay uh except the small section that was probably like a i don't know i would say maybe an eight by eight linoleum uh, when you first come into the house, because to your right of that long den, there was another entry door that came from the outside, and it had a step as well. You would come up in, and you would come up inside on the linoleum. So if you picture this very, very, very long den, right, with a fireplace there, and to the right where that linoleum is, there was a little step there with like, you remember those swinging doors? This is dating me a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. The little swinging doors. That like in the 1860s? People would have. I'm just playing. <laughs> nice. The bat those, doors? Yeah, right. <laughs> the little swinging doors. It's like, like you're in the Western, right? Think, think right. Bonanza. Yeah. So you have those little doors there. Well, we had those going into our kitchen, okay? And uh, normally, you know, we'd close them sometimes, but normally they were just kind of pushed like uh, against the wall, right? Mm Because you kind of push them back. And the carpet that we had, because we had carpet stepping up on that step going into the kitchen, but to the left, there was like a galley kitchen. 
and it had linoleum, but the carpet was in the dining area, which nowadays that just doesn't happen. But back then, that was just what you kind of had, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you had carpet in certain areas where you had your dining table, Mm -hmm. and that might lead into a a nice living room, you know what I mean, where people would have fancy furniture or things like that. Yeah, a formal kind of living room. So that kind of gives you an idea of some of the structure. Well... I'm going to tell you, you're, you're going to laugh because you tease me about this, actually, most of the time. We were not early for most things. That's surprising. My mom was usually re- <laughs> usually late. Now, <laughs> she would usually get there on time. But, of course, Daddy was always, like, ready to go. He was like, okay, you know, I'm, it's, it's an hour before we need to leave and I'm, I'm ready. You know, we're ready to go. But he was always very patient, very kind, you know, and easy going about it. But mama was usually always late. And she was dragging the kids, especially me, right along behind her. Well, I can remember this particular time. <laughs> she's getting she's getting ready. And she's kind of in a rush because she's trying to be like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I got to get these, these things done. And, you know, naturally a business person, you know, an entrepreneur and you've got things going and you're like, okay, I got to get you where you need to go. And, you know, when you're running your own business, you're like, okay, I mean, I, I have a little flexibility, you know, but still... I got to get there, you know, when I need to get there. So it's hilarious for me to even think about this, right? So she's back there and and she's getting dressed. And usually when she was dressing, it was like, don't bother me until I'm finished, you Mm -hmm. know, because there was such a process. I mean, and I think we all go through that, right? Right. At least most of us women do. Mm -hmm. Because she's back there. She's like, okay, you know, getting warm back here anyway, because it's like she'd be back there and be steaming, you know, where (laughs) she's like the hairdryer, just taking a shower. And she's like, oh, where's that fan? You know, I got to get that fan going. And, you know, she's a little hot natured anyway. So she's like, get that fan going, you know, and. She's getting dressed and and about ready to go. And, of course, I remember I was in the den, okay? And as a kid, I I was, are you ready to go? Now, when I say, you know, I'm ready, Joy, are you ready to go? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So I'm in the den and I'm waiting. You know, I'm not sure what all I was doing at that time, but I I know I was standing close by, okay? Mm -hmm. And she's getting dressed. She's got on the time. I think she was doing her dispatcher job and she had on her uniform because she wore one of the uniforms like most of the deputies did at the time. Mm -hmm. But she had these shoes that, you know, were open toe, right? Right. Um, They were kind of like slip on, but then they had the little open toe with a little wide band that would go across the top, right? As she was coming through the kitchen, she was kind of grabbing her last minute stuff, coffee, you know, kind of in a cup, blah, 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 and uh, like a travel cup. And on that edge of that step where those doors are, right, Mm -hmm. there was a little gap in the carpet where when you rub your feet and you walk across it just enough, it starts to fray, just a little bit, mm-hmm. and it gets a little frayed on the edge of the step. And so if you picture across that den, right, and how kind of wide it is and how long it is, there's a fish aquarium, about 20 gallons worth of fish aquarium. Oh, goody. <laughs> sitting on the other side of that den. And here she comes. She comes flying through the kitchen. She grabs her cup. She hits that step. And just as she hits that step, the end of her shoe Uh-oh. catches that fray on that step, right? 
And as she does, she hits that linoleum floor and she goes, arms stretched out in front. Uh-oh. <laughs> Full body stretch and sliding all the way across that den. Safe. <laughs> right up underneath that fish aquarium. Oh, no. And luckily, that fish aquarium stayed put. I was, as a kid, I think I'm standing there with my mouth almost like wide open. I probably could have caught a handful of, of bees at that point. I'm not sure. Standing there and I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Mom, are you okay? <laughs> She did a total slide and safe right into the other side. She's so lucky she didn't knock wall. over that aquarium. I know. I mean, I, I think about it now and I'm like, wow, that was really, that must have been some, some tricky moving on her part. Yes. You know what I mean? Not uh-huh. to take out like, because it really does make you think. You're like, wow, if that thing really had fallen, that would have been a, whew, that would have been a bad deal. But, um. Yeah, she she got up. She's shaking this thing off like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> what just happened? What, Where am know? I? Where am I? What what is this? And I, I think at that point, you know, I was so shocked. And then all of a sudden, the giggle started because she realized that she had on like hose because you know women back then wore hose a lot, right? A lot more common. And she had this big rip. Luckily, she was completely <laughs> fine other than a couple of bruises, but had this big rip right up that that pantyhose line <laughs> on her leg. She was like, okay, we're going to be late. <laughs> She's like, we're just going to be late. She's like, I'm going to go back here and, and change my pantyhose and I'll be right back. And I was like, she looked at me and she's like, do you want to go get breakfast? <laughs> I've done that before. I was like, yeah, What's another absolutely. 10 minutes? <laughs> At this point, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> You know, uh. <laughs> it sounds like she's more of a professional base stiller. Yeah, for real. I mean, I guess you could say like a a professional softball player, right? Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah. That, that that's just crazy to think about because coming off, that's the same step, honestly, that gave me the biggest black eye that I've ever had. Oh wow! So my dad. He was always an avid weather watcher, meaning that uh, not so much like we didn't have computers and all that as much back then, right? So, but he would be outside, like watching the weather, you know, and coming in to give you your report. And and that's the funny it's part. It's raining. It's like, yeah. So I'm going to walk out for a second, tell you how fast the wind's blowing and how much it's raining. Hang on just a second. I'll be right back. And he comes back and he says, yeah, it's raining. It's raining <laughs> it, hard. It's, it's the wind's blowing too, and it's <laughs> it's enough to mess up your hair. So be sure to put a hat on. So not making fun of that, but that's right. what we did, right? I mean, right. we were just like that kind of weather watcher where we go out and check the weather, and then we would report it back. It's so, real time, yeah, real time and stuff. So I, I run out. My, my mom is basically saying, "Joy, run out there and tell your dad to come back in the house." <laughs> she never liked him to be out there. Yeah, she's like, "Go out there and tell him to come back in here." Why is he out there? You know, it's raining, it's thundering, it's you know whatever. So here I go. I go out there, Daddy. Mama wants you to come in the house. Okay, all right, I'll be in there in a minute. Go tell her that you know it's doing this. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm the runner, which I, apparently I guess I was pretty good at that back then. Except I didn't have very good feet, apparently. I come running in the house. I hit that linoleum I just told you about. And when I hit that linoleum, my face hit that step. That one coming off the kitchen. Ooh. Apparently that step really did not like our family. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like, this is my arch enemy. You just step. Right, exactly. But no, I, I had the biggest black eye and I had this huge knot under oh. my eye. Uh-huh. And uh, I've got pictures of that too where um, Mama, she was so worried about that too. When we went to the doctor, she said, is this something that we're going to have to worry about? Is it going to be you know, a thing to where, mm-hmm. you know, she's going to have this knot here for a long time. He's like, no, no, you know, I think, I think it'll be just fine. It'll go away. <laughs> but it was just like a, an egg, you know, there for a while. And, and yeah, when I went to school, everybody was looking at me like, what happened mm-hmm. to you? You mm-hmm. know, well, I had a fight with a step and I lost. <laughs> so every time, <laughs> right. <laughs> of course, I'm, I'm not sure that I didn't probably have a little better story than to tell them that I it's fell. It's much and, better. Yeah, so. I'm sure you did. There you go. But, you know, I probably gained a few kudos from <laughs> for having a really cool black eye back then, especially from the boys, because, you know, they were like, ooh, How'd it's all that? different colors. It's like. <laughs> did I tell you how I got a black eye as an adult? No, no. I'm sorry to steal your oh, no, no. story. No, I'm. So I don't know if you've ever done this where you're in bed and the covers kind of get below, like maybe your waist and you want to bring them up to your face or neck. Yeah. You know, yeah. not maybe you're not in your face. Well, I went. <laughs> I think I can feel I where went, this is going. <laughs> I hope there's other people. Not not wishing anything <laughs> bad, but surely other people have experienced this. Where I went to pull the cover back right. up, and it got snagged on something. And I don't remember if the dog was at the bottom of the bed or what. Right. But when I went to like snatch it up, somehow the cover stayed where it was, and my hand kept moving. And I hit my own face with my fist. Oh, my gosh. And then you're like, ow. Oh, man. I think I just gave myself a black eye trying to get the cover up, you know? Did it turn all black? It wasn't like a terrible black eye. I mean, I could pretty much hide it with makeup. But then you feel like people are questioning you. Right. You know, because you could kind of see. I was not somebody who just kept applying makeup all throughout the day. So kind of towards the end. Right. From rubbing your eyes or something like mm-hmm. that. You could kind of see it down at the bottom. It wasn't a huge black eye, but it was it was wow. enough to notice there's like purple. Right. <laughs> and then right. you have to go. And then they're like, does somebody hit you? And I'm like, no. Well, technically, yes. But it was me. <laughs> then they're trying to figure out how, how did you hit yourself? Covers. They yeah. stayed. <laughs> Going to bed. And then you kind of get mad like, gosh. I don't right. myself. It's a very embarrassing story. I've had something similar happen, you know, where I pull on something like that and then walk myself, you know, somehow. And I'm like, oh. And then you're like, I'm so brave. Ow. Wow. I'm pretty strong. Wow. That, that hurt. Yeah. And I feel like I'm going to like, okay. I've never been in a fight before, but I feel like I can rumble now. Right. I've taken myself out. Starts to give you a little kudos. Yeah. You're like, man, I didn't realize how tough Overly I was. confident. I gave Rocky. it and I took it all at the same time. Rocky here, like, don't mess with me. <laughs> right. <Boom. laughs> oh, man, that'll build up your confidence quick. <laughs> well, yeah. You'll be overly confident. Yeah, yeah. So so my question is, you know, maybe they should put this in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to win? <laughs> the face or the fist? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then, like, is everybody ready? Do you have your covers in your hand? And then my sweet, loving husband, you know, can't go a podcast without mentioning his name. Brian's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, not really. It kind of hurt. <laughs> you know how when you hit yourself in the eye, it kind of does that weird. Right. Like, vision thing, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like a shock. Like, your eye just is like, what happened? 
<laughs> we, I didn't know we were getting we we're gonna fight, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it hurts. <laughs> kind of throbby (laughs) i don't know i might have to to uh milk that just a little bit and put on an eye patch no yeah (laughs) you know what i mean really oh yeah you know i gotta wear an eye patch it's uh (laughs) you probably can't look at it (laughs) it's too bad yeah it's it's just too bad (laughs) you won't make it right only a professional needs to say this right (laughs) oh good stuff I think one thing we can take from from this story and some of the things that we've mentioned today is many times when things happen just out of nowhere, just something crazy, you know, something unexpected, we really were shocked. I mean, we don't really know how to take it. We don't know. We're not really sure what to do in that moment, you know. We, I think we're standing there with our mouth open, probably like, you know. <laughs> what just happened? What just happened? You know, what am I supposed to do? But I think at that time we can really hear the words, you're all right, get up. It's okay. And oftentimes that's a way of slowing us down. It's a way of saying, hey, pause and just be grateful. Think, you know, everybody's okay right now. And um, and really just take that time to be grateful, to be thankful, to slow down, to pause. And jokingly, we were laughing about, hey, go have breakfast, you know. <laughs> Just take some time for yourself. Take that self-care time, that time to, you know, really pamper yourself. Make yourself feel better. Do something good for you. And there are priorities and there are things or responsibilities. And actually, there's so many pressures today, probably too many on uh, most of us. But we do have to, to make that part of our life. We have to make that time to be good to ourselves, be kind to ourselves, and to be good to each other. And I want you to do that today. I want you to take that challenge to do something good for yourself this week and be kind to somebody else. So take what you do for yourself, be good to yourself, make yourself feel good, and then turn around and go, hey, you look really great in that outfit today. Or you did something super cool this week and I really appreciate it. You know, make somebody feel good. Go do it. Go be great. Remember, you are stronger than you think. Don't give up. If you feel overwhelmed and you can't do it on your own, reach out to a caring friend, pastor, or counselor. And if you feel like you've reached rock bottom, the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline has caring people available 24-7, and they can be reached by dialing or texting 988. Remember to stay healthy, stay connected, and know that you matter. Till next time, friends.